Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Welcome to NYC Now. Your source for local news in and around New York City from WNYC. It's Wednesday, November 8th. Here's the midday news from Michael Hill. Police say they're looking for an onlooker who fired a single shot last night during an alleged robbery in a Manhattan subway station. It happened around 9.15 on the northbound N train platform at the 49th Street station in Midtown. Police say 49-year-old Matthew Rausch was trying to rob a 40-year-old woman when the onlooker got involved firing the shot. Officials say it's unclear if the onlooker was aiming at anyone or simply trying to stop the robbery. This year's Rockefeller Christmas tree will start its slow journey down to New York City tomorrow. A crew in the Binghamton region will cut down the 12-ton Norway spruce and then hoist it onto a massive trailer. Over the weekend, the tree will arrive to Midtown on a flatbed truck before it takes its place at Rockefeller Center. 48 and mostly sunny now, mostly sunny today and a high of 50, cool and breezy, and then tomorrow back up to the mid-60s, and Friday the mid-50s, and then this weekend's looking good, rain-free, sunny, and low and cool temperatures. Right now, 48, mostly sunny. When you see actor Danielle Brooks on the red carpet at the Oscars, she will be in full glamour and in grief. I've been with Sophia for so long. And I just know, like, after the Oscars, that chapter is really done. And that saddens me. I'm Kai Wright, a star of The Color Purple, honors the role that shaped her career. Next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. New York City voters trickled to the polls yesterday in a somewhat sleepy election season, dominated by just a handful of competitive races. While all 51 city council seats were on the ballot, many were not very competitive, and turnout, as a result, was light. But there was one big surprise from the Bronx. WNYC's senior politics reporter Bridget Bergen joins us to make sense of what happened last night and some key takeaways. Bridget, in a non-presidential election year, voter turnout takes a pretty big hit, as we know. This year, there was no big-ticket office at the top of the ballot. You said turnout was going to be light. How light was it? Well, Michael, if this election was a boxer, I would call it a featherweight. Um, We don't have a final number for turnout from the Board of Elections this morning yet, but based on updates that we were getting throughout the day, the number of people who voted in those statewide ballot initiatives, it looks like the turnout should be just above 11% or upwards of 557,000 ballots. Um, That number will probably go up for all those people who forgot to turn their ballots over, but Um, That includes voters who participated in early voting, Election Day, and roughly 30,000 absentee ballots that have been returned and scanned so far. We have been talking about a big news out of the Bronx. Tell us what happened there last night. Yeah, this is big news uh, in what I think most people would consider a bit of a surprise. Republican Mm -hmm. uh, Christy Marmorado declared victory against the incumbent Democrat Marjorie Velasquez. Uh, She was leading by nearly six points, or about 721 votes. In her victory statement, Marmorado notes that she is the first Republican to be elected to the council in the Bronx in 50 years. And she is Mm. also 
the first Republican to win any seat in the Bronx in about two decades. We're talking since State Senator Guy Valella resigned in 2004 as part of a plea deal for a series of criminal charges. So big sea change potentially happening there. Uh, Marmorado is the sister of the Bronx GOP chair Mike Rendino. She is married to the Bronx Republican Elections Commissioner. Um, her background is in healthcare, but she told the Bronx Times that she became more civically engaged over a fight for a facility in the district that was planned that was going to house people formerly at Rikers with some medical needs. Uh, this is a little clip of her speaking with reporters at her victory party in the Bronx last night. I am honored. I am honored to represent the Republican Party, the Conservative Party, and I'm, I'm honored to represent the people of District 13. Now, it's she, something interesting she said there, Michael. She said the Republican Party, the Conservative Party, I'll note she was on both ballot lines. And it's it's actually the votes on the conservative ballot line that may have really tipped her over. Um, we have not yet heard a concession from Velasquez, but we will be watching for that uh, in you know as the day rolls on. Thanks to the redistricting process that happens, as we know, every decade, two incumbent council members faced off against each other. That was rare to represent South Brooklyn's 47th district. Who lost their job last night? Uh, well, that would be Republican Ari Kagan, who will not be serving after the end of this year. He was defeated by Democrat Justin Brannon by nearly 17 points. In this case, that was about 3,200 votes. Um and to say this race was contentious in the final days is being polite. Things here in this Bay Ridge to Coney Island district turned downright ugly in the final days of the race, with the head of the Kings County Democrats, Assemblymember Rodnice Bashat Hermelin, issuing multiple statements attacking Brannon, uh, the Democrat, over a bullying allegation from several years ago with, related to a formal council staff. Hold on, Bridget. Hold, hold, Bridget, hold on. A Democrat attacked another Democrat in this race? I mean, Michael... This is this is what makes this uh, politics in New York City so interesting. Things there uh, got very, very strange. Um, and because of that, uh, it seemed to energize a lot of the Democrats who were frustrated with the county leader to come out for Brannon and to campaign and support him. And here's what he said at his victory party last night. Tonight is really a victory for the end of divide and conquer politics in neighborhoods that really need some representation and neighborhoods where the, the politicians often try to keep their constituents in the dark so they don't realize they're just getting fed some crumbs. Tonight we're here to say we're going to bring the full loaf. All right, bringing the full loaf, the full bread back mm. to Brooklyn. Um, now, we've talked about this before, Michael, but remember, Kagan, who did concede last night, was elected as a Democrat. So he did have some ties to the county party and the county establishment ahead of becoming a Republican, which he did last year, and he ran as the Republican in this race. He did say um, that he was not done with public service, so I think there's a chance we, we may see Kagan running for another office again in the future. Bridget, what about the open seat for the new Asian Opportunity District in Brooklyn? Right. That So that was the district 
created through the redistricting process that was an open seat, includes portions of Bensonhurst, Gravesend, Decker Heights, Sunset Park, and Borough Park. In that district, Democrat Susan Zwang beat Republican Yin Ying Tan, her closest competitor, by more than 32 points. Um, it's a strong victory for Zwang, who is currently the chief of staff for a local assembly member, William Colton. Um, but this is going to be a moderate district. She is a moderate Democrat. She was backed by the Police Benevolent Association, the Police Officers Union, some other moderate members of the council. Um, this was also an incredibly low turnout district. She was elected with fewer than 5,000 votes, which is which is very, very low turnout. Um, and I think it will be interesting to see what part of the council she is really um, caucusing with, to what extent she is um, with more moderate Democrats, or you know, if there are issues that she aligns herself with among some of the Democrats who are considered more progressive. Uh, Bridget, just 30 seconds left. Is there anything you're gleaning from these results that may apply to House of Representatives elections next year or the mayor's race in 2025? Well, over in uh, Council District 19, incumbent Republican Vicki Palladino held on to her seat in Queens. There was also huge turnout in that district. Um, that overlaps with the 3rd Congressional District. That is where George Santos represents. Um, while he's facing a lot of hot water, those 23 criminal charges, I think it's a sign that there's an appetite for a hard right candidate in that part of Queens. So that race will be competitive in the 2024 election. All right, that's our Bridget Bergen up with us early once again, talking about the elections last night. Bridget, great job, as usual. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back this evening. This is Ira Flato, host of Science Friday. For over 30 years, the Science Friday team has been reporting high-quality science and technology news, making science fun for curious people by covering everything from the outer reaches of space to the rapidly changing world of AI to the tiniest microbes in our bodies. Audiences trust our show because they know we're driven by a mission to inform and serve listeners first and foremost with important news they won't get anywhere else. And our sponsors benefit from that halo effect. For more information on becoming a sponsor, visit sponsorship.wnyc.org.